Today is Friday, April 15th. The title for our devotional is Don't Trust Yourself. Today we come to the point that I've been driving at all week. When it comes to a biblical self-concept and the things that we pursue with our lives and give our energy and effort and attention and what drives us, don't trust yourself. Don't trust your intuition. Don't follow your heart. Your heart is deceitful. Your nature is fallen. This is a fundamental truth that colors our self-concept in all of our pursuits. John Calvin wrote in his Institutes, the surest source of destruction to men is to obey themselves. Jeremiah 17.9 tells us, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? So if we are not to trust ourselves, what are we to do? The answer is simple, and the whole point of the Genesis 3, Deuteronomy 30 texts, trust God, obey his word, and follow his way. Proverbs 3, 5 through 8 says it so well. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. This seems almost too simple that it need not be said. But again, a major aspect of our fallen nature is self-deception. We often deceive ourselves into believing that we are following God's word, God's will, and God's way when we are in reality following ourselves. We are obeying ourselves making ourselves out to be God, which Calvin reminds us is the surest source of destruction. Dallas Willard helpfully articulates how the fear of God is at the core of our obedience to God's word. He says the very last statement from this collection of Old Testament diagnoses of the human condition goes to the core of the matter. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Fear of God, the Proverbs tells us, is the beginning of wisdom. Although not the end or outcome of wisdom, to be sure, it is the indispensable beginning. I believe in the principle, and I believe is the principal part. One begins to get smart when he or she fears being crosswise with God. Fear of not doing what he wants and not being as he requires. Fear is the anticipation of harm, he continues. The intelligent person recognizes that his or her well-being lies in being in harmony with God and what God is doing in the kingdom. God is not mean, but he is dangerous. It is the same with other great forces he has placed in reality. Electricity and nuclear power, for example, are not mean, but they are dangerous. One who does not, in a certain sense, but worry about God, simply isn't smart. And that is the point of the verse." End quote. The promise of the gospel in Christ goes a step further. In the gospel is a promise uh, that gives us a new heart and even uncover, can even uncover our self-deceptions. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 tells us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. We illumine the sin and deceptions in ourselves in two ways. First, by surrender and dependence on the Spirit of God. 
John 16, 8 says, when he comes, that is the Holy Spirit, he will provide or he will prove to the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. He will convict the world of sin. Second, uh, we, we illumine sin and deception in ourselves by regularly reading and meditating on the word of God. When we do, when we do so, we must do as Bonhoeffer calls us to, to read the text against ourselves, that is, allow the words of Scripture to convict us, correct us, and reveal our blindness. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of, my, of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Hebrews 4.12 tells us, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Reflection today, pray for the Holy Spirit to reveal your self-deceptions and blind spots. Ask him to convict you of sin. Pray Psalm 139, 23-24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Secondly, examine your habit of reading scripture. Do you read it against yourself or for yourself? Do you approach it to shed light on your sin and instruct you in the way of God and in the truth of God? Or do you read it to affirm yourself?